<laughs> How do you start a podcast again? I don't know. What a weird... It's an awkward beat, isn't you it? You always start it. I do. But it's never me. I, I like usually, that, though. I usually have some form of topic, but I'm a bit perplexed. I like it because I don't have to worry about starting the show. Oh, well, that's... I just sit here and you're like... Oh, I can you just start sit there the and intro. have a good time. Yeah. And I, I make little comments like, yes, and correct, and... Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad... I'm glad you get to have it have it so easy, Connor. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy being Connor, right? Well, I make notes and I you recap. Well, we kind of changed our format a little bit. Now we kind of do it differently, but we... I don't know if we'll go back to doing that when we do our actual rewatch, but yeah. we're kind of like more just like tackling like more topics in the episode tackling rather than them, going through... Them real world themes, right? Yeah, well, the flux is real, you know? The that flux is, is global warming, probably. It's probably some fucking praxis uh, connection to it all. The praxis was the flux. That's right. That'll be Dylan's favorite thing. Um, if you're watching, Jesus. if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see as you should. We kind of, as you should. We're, we've like I don't know up the budget this week. This won't be yeah every week, but uh, for this I week know. it looks looks all nice for you. So the fancy episodes that are going to be filmed is this one, and I believe uh, the final. Yes, which we're going to do with Dan, Dan. Yeah, at his house in his studio. That's right. But yeah. whenever we do film in person now, which Every season we review, I guess, like, usually we do, like, one or two episodes a season we film in person. We normally try and do the Christmas specials, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we'll do it in here, so it looks nice and pretty for you. It so looks really nice, actually. I always like it faces. Then, that's cool. We've got the poster behind us, little little Dalek up the front. Hell yeah. Isn't it lovely? It's great, actually. You know, I, I always... Uh, I love this place down here. I really wish I had some room in my house to, like, do something big like this, but... Yeah. yeah. It looks really good, actually. Very lucky. We're talking really about... Nice. Once upon time. Wait, where's the comma? Is it after once it's, or yeah, upon? Yeah, once is the comma and then upon time, yeah. Yeah, so it's like once <laughs> upon time. Not to be time. confused with twice <laughs> upon a time. Literally, two seasons when, I, ago. when I typed up once upon time, it took me ages to find the TARDIS wiki page because yeah. it was just the TARDIS wiki page for freaking... Yeah, I saw a few pickies as well when I tried to grab some stuff for Instagram this morning. Mm-hmm. It was like a load of uh, twice upon a time stuff, which Can is... Can you blame them? I don't know. It's... I wonder how Moffat looked at it because I know he's watching week by week, which is really yeah. sweet, by the way. That is cool. But like, I wonder if he's like, hang on a minute. I wonder how much Russell close. knows because surely he's taking over. They must have to brief him. I broken, yeah. But then, but then, you know, he's all like, you know, I want to watch the show as a fan. So I wonder if he's like, just let me know how it all let turns me, out. Yeah, it turns and, out. And then I'll, I'll I want to get the twists as they come. And I guess we yeah. still don't really know how much the flux will affect. I was literally thinking that today. Like, we don't even know if the flux even get mentioned in, like, Russell's era, if it's really, like... They're making it sound like oh. it's this massive thing that's happened to the universe, but will it even get mentioned Yeah. next season? We don't know. Or will it even affect the specials much? I think it'll affect the specials, but I'd, I'd hope that... I kind of hope that by Russell's season, it is just, like, not a clean slate, but I yeah. think, you know, we start things up again. Yeah. One thing I do like about Chibs' time on the show is how it's paced. I really enjoy that his first series... Is just like loose stories that have nothing to do with each other. I think that's refreshing. Mm-hmm. His second series has like a few two-parters and a few stories. Yeah, quite connected here and there. Quite yeah. connected. And then this series, even though he says it was only because of big COVID, boy. yeah, but it, it is one big boy yeah, story. That's a good point. I reckon that was originally his plan. I reckon mm. he's just chatting shit about COVID. I don't know. Um, Easy to sell if you can be like, there was a pandemic and you're like, all right, we'll let it slide. Mm. I think it was the best. I was just saying your dad then. Like, I think it's the best thing ever they did like the six episode thing because we exactly. were just saying like, there doesn't feel like it's a lot of filler. Um, 
I hope people don't say this episode's a filler episode. I don't think it was. Dude, I saw people saying it was. Yeah, and I, I heard was like, that. I'm like, what's that about? This is this is the most unfiller episode, in I don't my opinion, that, of, of yeah. the three. Because it's, you know, spoilers for for this episode. Spoiler you know, I'm sure you'd be aware. Yeah. Uh, but why would you click on this video if you <laughs> if you didn't want to A spoiler-free review. Um, but, no, that's not what you're getting. No. <laughs> uh, but like we got fugitive story background fugitive doctor background story we got division stuff mm. we got a bit of background you know like it, it pushed the weeping angel stuff forward the stuff with the maori we got a way more background on the on the villains mm. uh, it was really cool by the way to see swarm be the old swarm i totally forgot about that and so when yeah. it was old swarm i, I thought that was fucking Oh, yeah, it, it was really smart in places. It, Very clever. It like, um, best way to describe it, I'm not saying it is as good as Heaven Sent by any means, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is Chibs so far like Heaven Sent. I think like this is his best script. It's rhyme wise, definitely. Bloody obscure, you know? Yeah, like, it is, yeah. It does so many different, I don't know, it's just so random. It is. And I had a feeling though, like, instantly when I started, I'm like, I'm really going to like this. Yeah. Because it just seemed like an episode I would just really like. And I had a feeling that you and, like, Dan and stuff would really like it. But Mm. unfortunately, I've seen on, like, Twitter and stuff, and, like, on Tyler's post, and it's quite... People having a sook. Yeah, it's quite quite different to last few episodes. People seem to, like, really not like it. And I kind of, like, scratching my head going, why? But I I think it's because, like, structurally, it's, like, a weird episode. It's not like anything that we've kind of seen before, I think, because... The way that I sum this up to, I think you guys and to Dylan, I've said, I think it's such a clever episode because there was so much exposition and and things like that that needed to be told um, in this story. And I feel like this episode did it so well without it just being like a word vomit, like a a word information. He seems to really learn from writing, I think. It, it it really I totally agree there was just smart ways of doing it mm. um, there was only one time I was kind of like oh it's a bit you know show mm. show don't tell kind of thing yeah absolutely but um I yeah I thought it was really good it's it's so um, every now every week I'm gonna watch and be like I really hope this is one I uh, I really hope it's not one I don't like because I feel like mm. so far I've got like three that I really liked in a row yeah gone for a hat trick Next I didn't think you would like this so. one why is that? Because you said you messaged me early and said whilst I was still watching it, you said I yeah. thought you didn't. I don't know. Dylan was shocked as well. I'm like, oh, I I still love the show. Well, like we'd I, been it, talking uh, before you um, yeah. when you were watching it. Yeah. Um, I, I was saying to Dylan, I was like, I don't think he's gonna like this one. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I think just because it was weird and and it was yeah. You know, something that we were saying that we really liked about these first two was it did have that heart of the Russell T Davies era, mm. whereas this one I don't think did have that. And I think that's why yeah. I didn't think you would like it because it is just so so weird. Yeah, so you're I, right. I think it, it is cool that you, you yeah. still liked it. I think you're right. Yeah, I didn't think it did, but I still was fine with it. I thought it was really good. It's probably my it's probably my least favorite of the flux so far. But doesn't mean by any means I didn't like it. I thought it was mm. really really good, and it was definitely the best written out of. I feel like the writing is improving every episode. Yeah. So I said last week, I think episode two is better than written in episode one. Yeah. But man, are they good. And it was smart and clever. I love writing like this. Mm. The way that characters were playing like different people, but it was played by characters you know. That was smart, yeah. I thought that I was fucking that. clever as hell. Really I good. loved that. I thought that was awesome. I, I I actually completely agree with what you said. This is probably my least favorite of the three, but that doesn't mean I don't yeah. like it at all. To be honest, like they're kind of... I think War of the Sontarans is like maybe a clear favorite for mine, yeah. but episodes one and three are, aren't that far behind it. You know, like it is like a... 
Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's not like one great episode and two shit episodes. It, it's they're all really good. I've got a I really know. good feeling that. I mean, next week again looks great. We'll get to it, mm. obviously. But like, I'm just like, damn. Like, and I'm so. What I love as well about this series, I'm like, what is episodes five and six going to be? Dude, I have no idea. I reckon this is probably jumping ahead a little bit, but the the only thing that I can decipher from episode five is it's called Survivors of the Flux. They, they announced that's, that's right, yeah. And yeah. in this episode that just came out, uh, what's she called? Uh, not Belle. Uh, yeah, Belle. Belle, yeah, Belle. Uh, she she said something like, "We're the Survivors of the Flux" or something like that. And I was like, oh, so episode five, I reckon, is going to be very Belle and Vinda yeah. orientated, which is okay. cool. Um, but then, as for like episode six, like I don't know how it's all going to pan out. Um, yeah, th- so much to dissect. Shall we go from the top? Sure. But first. Sure. Crazy. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, Is that how you hear it? 50%. Usually, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> what is it weird if you're not hearing it through headphones? It just sounds like more epic when I got my headphones in. It's because it's so bassy when you have headphones on. Where if this is just like a little tiny computer. I can just sound. imagine you're in your office, you're playing it. It's like hell quiet. Yeah, and I can hear it from my AirPods. Like sick. this is sick. <laughs> wow, that's it. Love it. Mm. Love it. So Tardis Wiki has told us that uh, once upon time is the third episode of series thirteen of Doctor Who. It formed the third chapter of the six-part serial, Doctor Who Flux. The chapter saw the 13th Doctor revisiting host memories, sorry, lost memories, in her own time stream. As such, it reintroduced the fugitive Doctor and began to piece together how she fits the Siege of Atropos, how she fits in with the Siege of Atropos and the origin of the Flux long ago. This episode was written once again by Chris Chibnall and directed by Azur Salim. Not now, from episode one and two. Yeah, so Jamie Magnus Stone directed episode one and two and will be directing next week's episode. Okay. Azur Salim will be directing this directed this episode and will be directing five and six. So they've okay. taken on three each. Okay. Um and I was about that. This what I kind of like about this director is he's kinda of new. Yeah. Like he's pretty like he's like worked his way up. He's not like in series six, you know, when you know, we were watching series six and we kept looking at the directors just and they would just have one directing credit and it yeah, would be the one episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. This guy has like done stuff, but he's like working his way up and I believe it was, I don't know who it was. It might've been Jamie Magnus Stone. It was someone on the crew that I carried over from series 12 had turned to Chibnall um, and Matt Strevens and been like, hey, so like I've been seeing this guy's stuff. It's really cool. You should check him out. And they watched a bunch of his stuff and they're like, fuck yeah, let's bring him in. So... I think this is definitely the biggest thing that he's done and he's yeah. very active on twitter and he's actually like posting some cool behind the scenes photos oh, awesome. and stuff so okay go check out azura salim on, yeah, on twitter i follow I yeah i said that wrong but. i like the uh direction a lot actually yeah i think it was I good i really did yeah my only my only big direction thing it's so it's such a hard thing to critique yeah because it's you know showing covid and they're on big space planets and stuff like that mm-hmm. very studio bound which meant a lot of cgi but what i appreciated was that with the cgi I feel like normally in Who, they would do like a, uh, I don't know, they'd just do like a random space backdrop. But I think they were like, we're just going to go all out. And they made that, that they made a polos, a, a tropos, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, they made that CGI landscape look like someone from Dune. Mm. From June? Dune? June? Dune? Depending on where you're from. Oh. Uh, Americans call it June. June. Like sand dunes. June. Oh, no, sand like, dune. Dune, sand, sand dunes. Dune. We call them the sand dunes. <laughs> yeah. But like, because there was like dust storms in the background. And yeah. Like, that stuff... 
Like it wasn't, you know, the best cinema CGI mm. you've ever seen, but it did the job. There was definitely some ropey CGI in this episode in a yeah. lot of places, but yeah. that backdrop didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Yeah, I appreciate them trying a trying a lot, you know. I mm. really do. Um it's really looking good though. Like, I think it's just, it's so cool to live in a time where Doctor Who is like this. Mm. And I think Russell's era is gonna be even better, mm. like with the budget they're getting, which we keep hearing is gonna be quite uh you know, quite big, yeah. Quite nice. So that that's that's got me excited. Um, one, one last thing on yeah. the direction. Um, sure, and this yeah. goes for the series as a whole. Um, they've just added color back into the show. Oh, I yeah, think. that's so true. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, no, of course, seriously. Yeah. Like, I was just watching this, yeah, and even just like point. dialogue scenes where it's just like shot reverse shot. Yeah, there's just so much yes. nice color on their faces. It's not overly dark like the past two series have been. Mm. I just think on a production standpoint, they've kind of looked like maybe what either fans have said or. They've just, you know, re- revisited it themselves and been like, oh, I think maybe we were too moody there and the color grade is nicer and brighter and it's just, I don't know. The show feels like a, a world at the moment with all these monsters crossing over mm. um, and being able to see all these different colorful planets. It just, I don't know. I feel like, and Dan said this earlier, I feel like we finally are getting the, the big expanded universe look of Doctor Who because it's never quite sold me in that way of being a, a big universe. I've always thought it like tries to be, but doesn't quite succeed. Yeah. I don't know. I get you. Yeah. And it was funny, like hearing, um, hearing Bell talking about the Cyberman, the Daleks and the Sontarans and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, of course, like, of course the Cybermen are here. Yeah. Of course the Daleks are here, but it's like, you're right. You didn't really get that feel of like, you know, they kind of just like rock up. Yeah. And it's pretty much always on earth. Yeah. Exactly. You don't really get them. <laughs> you don't really understand <laughs> that like, you know, they're actually, oh, in other places, on you this know. they go to like well, the Dalek quadrant, the Cyberman mm, quadrant. There's all different awesome, quadrants yeah. that are occupied by different species. And yeah, that's, that's dope, man. Good old Daleks. I know they were bronze as well. Yeah, but CGI bronze. CGI bronze. Yeah, that's that's the start of the episode. Hey, shall we? Yeah, shall I we just got that, that written here. The Daleks. That was just a cool little surprise. That was. Yeah, I didn't expect to see him. Is no. that the whole Terry Nation thing? You reckon or? Uh, I don't know because they've been getting away with the so so Connor's talking about how. There at least used to be a few years ago. We I think we heard of this last. Mm-hmm. Was it was a deal with Terry Nation that uh, there has to be for the BBC to keep the rights to Dalek stories. They have to do one Dalek story a series, and and uh, but series eleven and twelve of I don't know maybe because the specials have been shot in a block with the with the rest of the series, so that's maybe they get away with say. it. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's how they got away with it, but yeah, and I'm pretty sure we have Daleks. In the New Year special, which has been confirmed by Doctor Who magazine that we yeah. have a New Year special. This not to says elves, but elves. I know. What? Whack. I know. It's like in a Christmas special. Did you what? not read the little synopsis? Like, no. Yeah, they released like two uh, two actors' names in it, and ah. it said like the Doctor has to do with like elves. So it might oh. be like a post-Christmas elf story, but that doesn't mean Daleks might not be in it. Yeah. And yeah. You never know, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, Ooh. I'm ninety percent sure that was real. Because I think it was in that magazine that you said it was on the cover of. Mm. I think they had a little synopsis for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I was wondering about that. I was like, oh, so if they're in the if they're in the New Year special, which again we don't know, mm. does that count as the thing? But mm. it was cool. I saw people saying like the Daleks and the Cybermen were pointless in this episode. But I was like, it was fun. Like I don't. It's fine. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get bothered by it. You know. Because I. I don't know. I. I. I lost my train of thought. Continue. That's all right. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> 
I guess, like, I guess, I guess, like, it doesn't necessarily really need to be in there. But mm. like you said, it really does help give you that vibe of... It's the world building. Yeah, I'd mm. argue it does really help with the world building and that there's a threat. And it would make total sense that the Sontarans and Daleks and Cybermen would all... Uh, yeah. take advantage of the flux and stuff and yeah. try and take it. There's like a great line later on, which I got written here about how like, you know, they're all just like kind of like for the wasteland, they'll all fight at the end. Once they like conquer yeah. the one else, then it would just be all these species left, like the Sontarans and all that shit, yeah. all fine to have the, be the king of the wasteland and all that. Totally. Um, so yeah, it was cool to see them briefly. Mm. It's been fun to uh, see the darts rock up here and there. But, totally. You know, it's like that... It wasn't that design I was expecting, though. It was the bronze, which mm. is, that took me by surprise. But um, I, I wish that they'd shot that sequence at nighttime because it would be so much easier to hide the CGI. Mm. That's why a lot That's of the stuff you see over, you is know? at yeah. at nighttime. A lot of the big VFX stuff is at That's nighttime. That's correct. Yes, yes. Um, and this was fact. just broad daylight in a forest, which it did look pretty, but for for that one shot with the Daleks, it just takes you out of the episode because they do look very VFX. Yeah, I saw the one tearing it a new one. I'm like, guys, come on. Like, you know, Dylan made a really good point today to me, and I was literally thinking it to myself. Mm. I was like, you know, um, I'm really loving this season, but I, st- I know people can entirely be entitled to their own opinion, but I still do feel like there are people who are just not liking it because it's Jody and Chibnall. Yeah, no, I- I've seen like the odd. It's like the odd people that don't even give it a chance. Like, they watch it to find yeah. the shit to yeah. shit on. You know? I, I and if know you watch that's anything, a bad say, but I think that's true. If you watch anything with that intention, you're going to find stuff to shit on. Mm. You know, you've got to go into each episode of Who with, like, a fresh slate, I think. Mm. Um, and you never know what you might find. That's what yeah. I think. Maybe, and I'm not saying you've ever gone into the past series opti- um, negative, but maybe feeling optimistic about Flux when you do revisit 11 and 12, maybe you might actually find some nuggets in there that you hadn't maybe appreciated I before. I thought that exact same thing as well. I mm. was like, it'll be interesting now. Because um, I don't necessarily think my expectations were any different to, say, season 12 even. No. You know, yeah. I just, I've just i just really enjoyed the storyline a lot more. And I think you're right. I think once I know it's going to go into like season 13... Um, and by the way... I enjoyed quite a lot of season 12. Mm. It was just 11 I'm not really too keen on, but there's still stuff that I like. Yeah. Um, like Rosa and Demons of the Punjab and all that and Kablam. Those episodes I really like. Mm, so, you know, like It Takes You Away is really good as well. Um, that's four. That's like nearly half the series. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, I agree. There should be a lot of stuff now I can look forward to on the rewatch, but um, mm. I'm glad we we're reviewing this first on the show. Because when we review season 11, 12, I'm going to be a little bit more negative. I, yeah. I can be like, reminder, I loved Flux. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully the rest of it. I, I don't think, see it changing anytime soon, but, you know. I think as well, Famous like, last words, but. <laughs> I think as well, talking about those series now are going to be just a bit more pleasant. Because it's not yeah. going to be like, what, what's Chibnall thinking? You know, he's Where such a mess of a showrunner. Yeah. There'll be, I guess, the odd throwman. Throwman, the odd moment like that, but Throwman. but like we all know that eventually it's going to culminate into, into hopefully a, a really good six part story. So sick man, let's do it. Yeah. So uh, Jody gets the idea of throwing the one into the heart of the time storm, which I thought was awesome. We're going to see a weeping angel. That, uh, looked, that didn't look too great. Just hanging there like this. Yeah, it's like just hanging out. Just yeah. just hanging them out. That's where the uh, I won't go on too much about the VFX because I know it is. They had a lot to do and they accomplished so much for it. They've done a great job. Yeah, they really have. Um, Almost every shot is a VFX shot, which you just would never have expected back back in the day. Um, But this time storm VFX, the green screen like matting just wasn't. Uh, uh, 
just didn't uh, look great. It didn't look uh, great. That's the last thing I'll say. But that that those sequences in there did take me out of the episode a little bit. But what do you hey. think of the angels rocking on? Because I know they're gonna be in next week's, and they definitely I don't like it. they just pop up in the TARDIS at the end. And, Dude, and oh I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Like yeah, I, I wish. Hey, I feel like the angels have only popped up this week um, to be like, oh, we're gonna be in next week. Um, yeah, and I I just wish that they just done the bit in episode one and then go straight into episode four. Or if it's essential that the angel takes the TARDIS, that maybe they go into the TARDIS and the angel is already in it there just or something. To be yeah. There. Like, uh, it just, I don't know. It was just weird. I, I guess maybe they wanted, because it, it's to do with Yaz in this episode. The angel's going coming for Yaz. Yeah, um, that's right. So maybe that plays into episode four. So that needed to be established. But it's hard to say right now. But I, I didn't like the angels in this episode. I yeah. Thought, I it didn't did think they seem, looked nice. It did seem a bit odd. Um, but, you know, obviously it's like, I think I kind of got like, I got covered in like nostalgia because I love the angels so much. So it was really cool to see them. But I was like, this is a bit strange. And like, it did seem like, you know, you're right. They were just going to be in the next episode mm. and they could have just done like a little scene at the end. But like, they seem to be, I was like, hang on a minute. So the angels, I and mean, they may, they may do the next episode we might find out. But it's like, why are they just here all of a sudden? This has got stuff to do with the swarm and all that. It's like, they just randomly pop up and it's like. At the end, you're kind of left being like, well, why were they there? Mm. Like, it doesn't really add up and didn't really add much to the story. But yeah. as a fan of the Angels, it was kind of hard to hate it. But um, yeah, yeah, this would be kind of about the gang being like other people and stuff. And mm. I thought, again, like I said, I thought that was awesome. Do you know Do you know awesome. what looked silly? Sorry, just before we get into that point. More CGI. <laughs> it's not a CGI thing. I guess maybe it plays into that a little bit. But when they all get miniaturized as they go into time, as they fall into time, yes, one by one, that looked a bit daft, didn't it? Yeah, there's a few, there's a few shots of like Jody like hovering like a ghost, like yeah, especially when she's talking to Vinder in that scene. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Hey, over here! <laughs> oh, uh, don't mind me. I'm just like a ghost." You just tell Jody's on like a on like a, a big harness, a harness yeah. on a green screen doing like Whoa! doing this. Like, hi, right, Jody. In this scene, you're gonna be talking to Vinder. Okay, got it. Action. <laughs> All right, enough, enough <laughs> bullying the CGI. You did great. I, I do love they it. They did. They really they did, did a good job. It's just funny though. It's it a bit of fun. Yeah, it's Doctor Who. You know? It's Doctor Who. Man, like one of the funniest bits in I think it's like Ark in Space. That, that was one of the first times I think I watched a classic Who story, and this was like a decade ago. Um, it's Tom Baker's story. It's his second story actually. I know. And no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I just remembered something. Um, but th- there's like literally like a shot of like. One of the spacemen. I don't know what they're fucking called. Not a nerd. Men. Nope, just a spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting something. And it literally looks like someone's just gone on paint and just like literally got the like cyan blue yeah. um, uh, brush and just gone across the... Like it, there's no texture. It looks so bad. And I love it. Yeah, you got it. You got to love it. It's who? You let it slide. Mm. People take... Uh, again, and maybe I've been a bit of a... Uh, I can't say I haven't done this in the past. I'm like, man, it's a, it's a TV show about... Uh, a man or a woman at points who just mm. gets in a phone box and travels through space and time like oh. do we have to be so like damn like oh this doesn't yeah. add up it's like well, alright and I think down. I think it's when you got a good story and this is the most like basic I'm gonna sound like Casey Neistat here or something but when you got a good story kids that story. stuff doesn't matter story is key story is everything and it cuts to the intro yeah yeah yeah. That's, oh, that was good. That was Thank a good you. little thing there. Thank you. I used to coffee on quite a lot. So, I know, so did I. <laughs> so, you know, I, I still do. I used to it. 
um, God. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I got like the whole, I like the whole world was changing. Like it was, it reminds me of like dreams where like one minute it's dark and it's night and then you're in another place and like yeah. you're kind of flipping all over. The whole like die and uh, dancing. We still don't know why die was taken. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like a thing to like fuck with Dan or something. I don't know, but they they do make a big point out like Vinda that she says like I promise you we'll get I'll get her back like yeah. we'll get her back. So, like they're definitely gonna like bring it in somehow, but I guess it must connect in a way. But I don't know. But yeah, I liked all those scenes where it was like you know oh you know it was on Earth and then like back in Liverpool and it was night it was day different places like yeah just like dreams work and also I don't know I was literally saying this down there because they do this in the Sopranos quite a bit they do a lot of dream sequences and sometimes people in dreams play different people That's but cool. they're the same actor but they're playing like a different person mm, that makes sense as what they did here we're like it's it's a different person it's very interesting play a different person and I like that a lot again I, I'm rattling on like an old woman about the whole idea that the characters are playing like people from the division but I thought that was no it was cool really I loved good. The, the costumes I loved the, the black coat yeah on, on Jody. I thought that was great and it, it was like I saw a lot of people being like you know, Jody's costume was from an op shop. She wouldn't be able to have different color coats. Which one? It's a good point. Actually. Don't give a fuck about it's that. A good point, I don't give a shit. But two, like, it, it now makes sense good for the because week. it's not actually her. That's yeah. just how they visualized it. You know. And I know Finn's Finn's hair was also in in the top knot. Yeah. Every single time it wasn't, it was down. Yeah, true. That's the little thing I, I like. Noticed. I like top knot, Finder. Is that look. is that a wig? I don't think so. No, I think I saw a picture of him in Cardiff just hanging out, and he had the wig. okay. He had the that hair. Because I know, like, he was, like, skinhead in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but that's because in Game of Thrones they had to be, isn't it? I know, but I was saying, like, just, like, an interesting look. I thought it looks really cool. Yeah. No, he's a good-looking good yeah, cool. rooster. Uh- <laughs> yeah. He's really... Yeah, I literally wrote that down. Um, Jacob Anson, again, continues to... Just amazing. ...be such impressed. a great character. Like, I think he's... It's just sad to, like... You said today in the chat, you're like, it kind of sucks he didn't stay with the TARDIS team. Yeah, I, I would have to see him next week. It would have been awesome to see him with the Angels. Well, I don't mind. I think this was like the right time to sort of send him off for a little bit. But I just it I makes wish, sense to his arc. I yeah. wish in episode two or three we just had some more him and the Doctor stuff because the whole way through episode three, he's like uh, the Doctor just refers to him as the like, lad, the yeah. lad, the guy. Who lad. I, barely, I love that lad. Just like a lad who I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> I barely met. Yeah, and then yeah. they said like goodbye at the end, and I'm like, it kind of means nothing because they don't really know him. I don't know. Funny line. Um, but he takes the. The I don't know what it is, but it's like dial zero and you're Oh being, mate, he'll be back. So he'll obviously be back, 100%. Yeah. episode not five. That, not that we didn't know, but mm. um he's obviously gonna come back. So mm-hmm. yeah. Fun, funny line for you. Yep. You're not taking no prisoners tonight. That's that I love that. Kind so of, Dan was meant to get married, yeah. Yeah, Dan was meant to get married fifteen years ago. I think that was a nice touch to his character. I think holy fuck die, you really aren't taking any prisoners tonight, because you are just like You are the prisoner. Yeah, mate, she she's a passenger. Is she? She's the passenger in the... She's inside the passenger. Do you reckon? Yeah, that's what they showed. Anyway, don't worry. Um, sorry. I, just, I misunderstood what you said. I misread the meme. Don't worry. I thought you were memeing. No. <laughs> um, she's the prisoner. She's the prisoner of the but, flux. Yeah, she is. Of the swamp, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, when she's like, you know, why aren't you married, Dan? Fuck me, that was forward. That was very forward, Di. She's trying to, uh, you know, get things moving. She's gonna, she's trying to test the, test the waters. Test the waters, see, yeah. Mm. I thought they were already dating. I don't know why they're talking about her going on like another date and stuff. No, because like. it's all memories, remember? So uh, all this is before they were going on. Yeah, she's like, "Fuck you, Connor. You're wrong. You are wrong, bitch." Um, another good line from that is um, Dan going, "Nobody, nobody gets by with no bruises or something." I that's. That I'm no sorry if this accent is offensive, by the way, because I. 
I don't know if it's any. I think it's shit. But yeah, that's alright. Also, I'm sorry for re- normally on Zoom, like you don't see it in the frame, but you know, reading yeah. notes, you know, notes, notes mm-hmm. keeps you on track. Yeah, I like that line a lot. I like how they added to Dan's character even more about the whole um, marriage thing. Like she just decided two days before they were to get married to leave, and that's that's so tough. Yeah, that is. It just seems like daft. he doesn't doesn't feel like he really recovered from it either. No, like the man is just a single man now, and he has been for a while. Yeah, he's like living alone, getting that puss every night, but no serious. The puss. dog, the dog, just that dog, with the filthy dog. A man oh, about a dog <laughs> and a cow about a pussy. <laughs> In between us. <laughs> Good reference. Thank Good you. reference. We get the old one in here and there. We the, do. The, 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 my favorite one was Carly's, Carly's crack. crack. Yeah. That was good. That's um, so good. <laughs> speaking of good fun, um, hilariousness, police doc, I thought was great. I thought she was really funny in that scene. That is funny. Yeah, with the whole like... Uh, she's just Zach, rambling. Zach Zimmer thing or something or like a mandarin or something about the... She's like, you should go here. It's like three, three pound different. And I said, why would I go here <laughs> yeah, down there? That's like, it. That's it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's funny. I like it. When we get the, 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 uh, the PNG angel... Love that. Love that for me. I saw people being like, man, some people, you can't say anything these days. Like, I yeah. saw some people being like, getting hell shitty on Twitter about, don't you dare make fun of the PNG angel. <laughs> They're trying their best. I'm like, all right, we're just making a joke about it. Like, it wasn't towards us, but like. I actually like, didn't notice it in this one. But why are people going around saying the angels haven't changed their design? They have. They're, it's so slight though but it's just a and slight change and people are saying they haven't changed at all no but like they haven't enough for people to get pissed off that they've changed because a lot of people were like so people are getting pissed off a lot of people were like oh I don't know about this design again they're it's just trying to good. find things to complain about I know I it's just like holy fuck it looks the same it literally does it's a little change <laughs> I, I like saw, it it's um, cool I, think, I don't know if it was Josh Nairs or someone someone tweeted like People acting like they've changed the Weeping Angel design, but all they've done is changed the actor because <laughs> it's just like the face is slightly different. Literally, it's just like, who cares? It looks mm. fine. Like, looks right. fine. Yeah, people like to complain. Um, what did you think of the whole Vinda, Vinda, Vinda sequence in the in? I don't yeah, know. It was, is it the? I don't know. I wish we had a name for what it was that he was working for. I don't know. Hey, yeah, Time like, Academy or something. I don't fucking know. We'll probably find out a little later on. But like, yeah, mm. that was interesting. Um, he kind of like got promoted up. He did. Was told not to like abuse his position and like respect it. And then Correct. like he played the moral high ground because his like the head commander was doing some shady stuff. Told him to stop recording the mm. meeting with these people and ordered for four people to become prisoners. So and that's the, rest the of them to go. That's the killed. Grand Serpent. Who um, is played by Craig Parkinson? Who, so he's the guy from. He plays Dot on Line of Duty. For any of you, yeah, that's who you were talking about. Fans. Today. I was like, the fuck are you two you yapping on about? Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing we do know from the main trailer for the series is he's going to be back. He did say on Twitter that he is going to be as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, I reckon he must come into it in a. I reckon in a big way somehow. I don't know. Interesting. I don't yeah, know. the whole scene was. Um, that was probably like. Again, whenever you say like a slow scene, it automatically sounds like it's boring. Mm. I don't mean that at all. But that was a little bit of time to breathe. Yeah. You know what I but just yeah. thought? There is so many villains in this right now. <laughs> uh, it doesn't yeah, feel like right. shit. Like, I don't feel like they're getting shafted or anything. Yeah. And I think it's great because it sort of speaks in a broad church way. Mm. Who did it? Mm. Who did the fucking flux? The doctor who made did. It? Was it the doctor? Was it the old lady we see at the end who I thought was Tilda Swinton for a second? Not Tilda Swinton. That's not right. Unbridge in Harry Potter is who I meant to say. Yes, that's... What's her name? Yeah. That isn't, lady. Isn't it Annette something? 
I don't think it's a net. She plays. She's going to play the Queen. Isn't she? Yeah, she's going to play the Queen in, in Crown Series Five. Yeah. Um, anyways, is it going to be? Uh, did she start the flux? Did Swarm and Azur start the flux? Was it this fucking Who's this the Grand Serpent the man? Arcs. Was it, was it the, uh, burning, burning since the, the times been, been wobbly wobbly? <laughs> Started the flat arcs. Yeah, you're, uh, you're right though. There is so many like different. It's like a who done it. It is like a who done it, and it does so work well with the whole. I don't know, I, I can't really talk about. And I was saying to today, like, it's my favorite season, season since season seven. Mm. But I can't really talk about that when I haven't seen the rest of it. Yeah. But so far, it's the most I've enjoyed a season since season seven. I think. Banging with that massive hype and that excitement. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the whole Vinod stuff is really cool. I like how he kept saying, like, I don't want to relive this. No one relive this. Cool. Um, there was an, a neat moment of direction in there. Um, when, when was it? It was, he's like leaning in or something. But they do these like, I like a sparsely used Dutch tilt. I like a Dutch tilt in a movie or a TV show when it's used at the right moment. Uh, and not over, you know, in India's Lantern, where every shot was like a Dutch tilt. <laughs> I do um, remember that, yes. Not a fan of that. But in this, there was like, this Dutch that started off subtle and it like tilted in more and more as like as almost the like his world is getting turned upside down. Oh my god! Azuri, as, um, uh, hold on, Azur Salim, man, you did good on that one. Thanks, mate. I'm gonna just boost up the gain on this camera a little bit because it's getting a bit dark. The sun's setting no here in Australia. Oh, oh, I can't say this without you sitting here, but I'll we'll bring up roof when you get back. I was, I was going to talk about when you're not here. Um, yeah, the uh, oh by the way, I didn't I didn't pick up on when uh, Yaz said to Vinda. No, sorry, Yaz said to Dan. Uh, pretty pretty smart for a dog. It didn't. I didn't put one and two together until we got to see the Calvinist at the end. Um, I feel like that's one of those things that was like so obvious. I didn't pick up on it. Yeah, I picked up on it. I picked up on it in the in the second watch. In the second um, watch, yeah, that's but, when I when I was that's when I make these notes. But yeah, I was like yeah. ah. Got you there, and I love. It made me laugh so much that Dan was playing the Carvinista. Yeah, that's so, so funny. That's such because... a funny joke that like isn't like you know obvious, but I'm like that's so funny. That made me laugh. Yeah. Um, we um, love the game. Roof is back. That took me by surprise. Had a feeling she was going to come back, but you know what's so shit? What? So I was like, um, I, I Sunday nights I stay at Nick's. Yeah. And so I have to go home Monday morning and. Oh no, is she on Twitter? No, I didn't go on Twitter because I know I'd be an idiot to go on yeah, Twitter, right? Yeah. But like on Facebook, I, I didn't go on Facebook because I follow a few sort of fan pages of Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, I can go on Instagram because Instagram, I only follow oh, like the official Doctor Who page, which wouldn't, dear. they wouldn't post that on like a few hours after it come out. They wouldn't post that. So I was like, I'll be fine. Little did I fucking forget, I followed Joe Martin on Instagram. And she oh, literally, no. as the episode came out, posted, I'm back! Oh, no. <laughs> and it was like the first thing I saw, and I was like, fuck's sake. Um, as I was driving home, I was like, as long as that's not the twist at the end of the episode, I don't care that it's been spoiled. If yeah. it was like... It was, pretty, like, it was pretty quick. Yeah, if episode, it was like the yeah. last... Like it was all building, and then the last thing you see is it's Joe Martin's doctor, yeah. then I would have been like, fuck. I ruined, like how but... it wasn't just the end reveal. Yeah. It, it, it was really cool how they did it. I would have liked to have maybe seen a bit more without the glitchy effect. Like... I don't know. You know how in Sherlock... I don't know if... Sherlock isn't a good example because I can't think of an exact moment this happens. But you know how Sherlock, they really play with things like... Um, a character can be having a conversation in two locations, right? Yeah, and it goes... And, and I don't know. They just like shoot things in a creative way. Mm. I feel like they could have shot this in a more creative way than just the glitching effect out where... 
maybe like sometimes you see it's Jody saying something and then it like cuts away or like, you know, we spin around and then you have a bit more of a Joe Martin dominant line and Joe Martin's right. in the shot, I think. Just playing with because the, the glitch effect was fine, but it got a bit old. Um, yeah, again, like... I just like, to see more Joe, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know if like we can keep saying this is an excuse or like maybe it is an excuse, I don't know. But I feel like, you know, the whole COVID thing as well was kind of like affecting it a mm. bit. But yeah, it was really interesting to see her. I saw someone say on Twitter, which was a really good point, that maybe they should have just for those scenes, like had Joe just stay... And like not have Jodie in those scenes and just have once, her like walk in. Once they've had the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That being said, I think Jodie had some great stuff to work with there. 100%. Um, would have been cool. Maybe they do that with Joe um, for most of the scene. And then when there is like a Jodie bit being like, what are you talking about? And that, that's when they get creative and it, it like spins around and suddenly it's Jodie in Joe's spot. And then, you know, we spin back out or something. Yeah. It's, it's Joe back. God, why are they called Joe you, and um, I know what you mean, yeah. I thought it was really cool to see her again, though. But yeah, not mm. much to uh, really go off. She must be back. Like, if they, if they did that, that she, I, I hope she gets, like, a proper Doctor team up in, like, episode six or something. It did take me by surprise, because, like, again, I'm not shocked that she's back. It was mm. more just, like, when will it happen? Not yeah. will it? Yeah. Yeah, it was It was really good to see her again. Mm. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, not really much to 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 run off i thought the whole <laughs> the whole mirror thing was giving me like uh last night in soho oh yeah flashbacks i can't wait to see that one it eventually yeah. comes out in australia seeing God. it this weekend really excited yeah. but you know the whole mirror scene like yeah, yeah i was like damn this is kind of similar yeah I'm gonna probably try and completely go to unintentional but yeah. are you gonna see a that's a lot of places i'm gonna try to, to. i've got a mate that lives around there so I'm that's a great go. place to see it yeah um lovely uh, oh yeah one thing that i thought was really cool um on rewatch was that the characters like uh, Yaz, Dan, Vinda, and the Doctor, they're not written like their characters. Yeah. They are written like... Like, Dan's dialogue is very much like um, Carvinista's dialogue. And Jodie's Doctor isn't witty or fun. It's stern and, you know, she she has, like, lots... Especially when she first marches on inside... On my command. Yeah. There's the on my command bit. And when, when she first marches into, the, like, the tunnel, um, when she's like, you know, you're surrounded, and she kind of struts in... Very much like a Joe Martin Doctor would do. Um, so I feel like maybe she worked with Joe a bit there and was like, you know, how would you approach these scenes? And, and then she took that and went with it herself, which is great. So I guess um, I guess Yaz and Vinda were just playing like normal... That was a good voice crack. Just like normal <laughs> people from the, uh, the Division. Uh, definitely a chance of that. But there is also um, two other Division operatives that we know of. We know of, yeah. Uh, the one who has like the kind of like the, with the black thing around her eyes. Yeah, that was Gat. Okay. Um, she's like the villain and fugitive of the Jadoon. Yes. Um, and then yes. also, um, what's he called? Was he called Luke or something? Um, Liam? Something. Um, okay. Ruth's husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, although, wasn't he just Earth? Like, wasn't he just a human that... I honestly um, can't I don't remember. remember. No, I don't it's know. It's been a... I haven't watched it recently, it aired. But I, I always thought that the Division was like a big... Yeah, big thing. awesome a thing. Yeah, and then I was like watching this, and I was like, maybe it is just like you know, like a black ops squadron of like four, four Gallifreyans or four. And it's so interesting that Doctor worked for them. Yeah, I. Here's my thing, Timeless Child, right? Mm-hmm. I will really like it, and I I won't have any problem with it if the Timeless Child is is only the roof Doctor before Hartnell. Like I don't. I'm not going to be like, but her. I don't care about the whole, but William Hartnell's the first, should be the first Doctor. He still is, you know, because they only kind of became the Doctor after he got to William Hartnell, right? Right. Um, but I hope 
that if they do keep with with what they said last season and and be like there is doctors prior, I kind of hope that roof doctor is just is the only doctor because that way I don't like the idea of there being infinite doctors beforehand. And if they just put a cap on it and they're like, no, it was just roof doctor that we had before, and then we, and then it was like Will Hartnell after that, then then I'm I'm fine with that because um, I think that I think it is cool playing with his past with the doctor's past like that. Especially, I think it's great that. The Doctor has villains that she doesn't know about that she's had scraps well, with. Well, yeah, we we had the in the episodes one and two, mm. the Swarm mentioning... Um, and I think it paid off really well in this episode, mm. telling her that they've had, uh, you know, conflicts and stuff happening in the past. And this totally explains it. I'm mm. sure there's a lot more that we yeah, haven't seen as like well. It, yeah. yeah, so that makes total sense. Big finish. Really Get around it, babies. Hey, go on, Nick Briggs. Mm. Oh, it was great to hear Nick Briggs back doing the Cyberman yeah, voice. Yeah, and the Daleks, yeah. Yes, of course. Always lovely to hear that. There was a cool little scene on the ship, on Bell's ship. Uh, I guess Cybermen just somehow got on board. Mm. And then they're like, they're like, mm-hmm. and they just come in and she just yeets and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene between her and the Cyberman I thought was really cool on the floor. I did have one thought, right? Because the fact that she has a Lupari ship isn't necessarily like a plot point. What's a Lupari ship? Lupari, Lupari is Carvinista's race. So you know okay. how she was flying. Okay, she, yeah. Because she was like, you know, I went to the little Lupari quadrant or whatever and oh, there was no course. one there. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I was like, I reckon that's uh, budget. <laughs> Being like, we built you a really good spaceship. You need to use it for a few of episodes. Of course, it was in episode thing. one. Yeah, it, yes, it's covered okay. ship. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, um, okay. Which, yeah, just strikes me. I didn't me even pick up on thing. that. Oh, there you well, go. that's good. And that's I don't probably care why they did it. It does work for the plot really well, so I don't really care. I just wonder if that was a was a budget conscious choice there's also, fair enough there's also a really good line where she's talking about Vinda which we later on find out she's talking about Vinda mm-hmm. I thought she was talking about the Doctor at first um, she said challenges are temporary life is constant yeah I like that I like that that um, sounds that is that that's not a quote that exists is it I don't think so no that was really good there's yeah. always stuff like this every week where I'm like damn that's some good shit some good dialogue man did you pick up I picked up about halfway through just talking about Vinder. Did I you did not. instantly know? Dude, no. Mine was at the very end. I was like, okay. damn, it's about Vinder. And yeah. I, I loved it. I was like, that's so great. Because I thought it was like a little bit cringe. And then when I saw it was Vinder, I was like, fuck yeah. I, just, I think it was a little message that he was recording in the ship that got me. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. I was like, oh, maybe it's to, 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 to Belle. Sorry, I keep forgetting her name. To Belle. Yeah, Belle. Um... Oh yeah, and what did you think of the Weeping Angels in the... Oh, before that, Yas' sister says she's planning to play a game. Dude. Is she talking about Ryan? Because Ryan in the past has spoken about playing FIFA. Maybe. Maybe she wants to be with Ryan. Because she knows she always kind of fancied Ryan. Yeah, she does. There's a line here. Um, she wants she wants people to say who's the sexy girl with the nimble fingers. Exactly, that's great. Good and then play. there's also a good line that follows that later on, where it's like, "Do you want me to be single forever after the Weeping Angel comes out?" So, what do you think of the Weeping Angel in the game? What's this? Well, I don't. What is it, it that fucking uh, game it's you played? De- yeah, Deadly Assassins, I think it's called. I- which is a fun game, but like, I just don't like it applied to real world. Available now on all app stores. Yeah, it should have had that come up. Just, and yeah. it's such a I love it's such a bootleg like playstation or yeah, something like yeah. it's like a Dude. bootleg like call of duty zombies didn't but, really like, i like that yaz's sister was back didn't really kind of like how the scene played out it was yeah. fine it's funny i wrote the witcher game which kind of gave me uh i don't know if you've seen because i haven't played it but the witcher has a weeping angel easter egg in it oh does it you can go into a it's not actually weeping angel. you can go into a cemetery when you turn around the stone angels 
turn. Oh, that's you cool. Can that and that. It's a completely. It's just the you know that's the cool. Witcher, the game yeah. The Witcher. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. It kind of gave me those those vibes because it was a way for game. I guess Damn. it's really going for that vibe again, where because you see in the next time trailer, it's coming out of TV. Mm. It's really going for that kind of like Moffat. Uh, flesh and stone vibe yeah. where like a tv it can come out because it comes out of i think that's how yeah. they get in the tars it comes out of yaz's phone yeah it does which i guess ties into the deadly assassins get she must have been playing well, deadly exactly assassins on the that's phone. what you said as well you said that they can go into in the game that they kind of yeah so yeah. i kind of like that it's like it is kind of pulling on extended media yeah. stuff without being in your face like time of victorious where it's like you have to read all these you have different to read all segments this and, yeah. which uh once again not sitting on time of victorious We've learned our lesson. Neither of us have read or oh, listened God, to yeah. anything of it. Shit, I remember um, that. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Um, um, uh, so there's a line about battle. I think Swarm says, the end, the, the oldest battle of all or something, the battle between time and space, which sounds like a line from Pokemon because um, there was a time Pokemon and a space Pokemon. There was a big... Ba- Sorry, I just remember when I was a kid. That was it's Kaveri. Um, it's not Kaveri. I remember like, I used to say I always wrong at school and you're like, it's Clef- Clefairy, isn't it? Clef- I don't fucking know. Who's that Pokemon? It's Clefairy. Clefairy. Did you remember the old Vine where I was like, who's that yeah. Pokemon? He's like, it's, it's Pikachu. Pikachu! Fuck! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll take um, you back. The battle between time and space. He wasn't talking about the Flux in that moment, I don't think. But do you think it was about the Flux? I don't know. There's little things like that. I, if, I, I don't know. You hey. think about the Flux is a big time event, right? That's like, it's like a time storm. It's like rupturing through the universe, right? And then it's destroying space. It's leaving planets obliterated and stuff. So I was like, maybe, oh, maybe they are talking about it. I don't know. I This might be completely wrong, but um, the, the passenger is a prison. Yeah. Is that all the souls that the Flux collected into that prison? That's what I Ooh, thought. That could be a that could be a way to get out of the entire universe being dead in episode six. Because you know how <laughs> you know how they said there's like literally millions and millions and millions of people inside the passenger. Yeah. I was like, is that the? Because I always got the impression that the flux doesn't kill them; it transports them somewhere, mm. and I think it takes them to the prisoner, which has millions of souls into it, and then they. That's why they're going in with yeah with maybe. division. Could be on. It's kind of hard to talk about i hope people understand what i'm talking about because it's it's all over the place when they're talking about we're talking about the vision coming in as the characters yeah. that we know and love but it's not actually them dude there's so to much go and stop them from taking i just can't believe this all works yeah it, it does so work crazy. which is weird but they're trying to stop them from killing the passengers yes but then two get taken out so that's literally millions upon millions yeah. of lives that it's crazy man get taken away on that this was a scene i'll be honest with this episode when i first watched it the first half of the episode i was a bit I wasn't vibing it. Part of it was because I was like, I just feel like they're trying to do stuff that they don't have the budget for at first. But then once you, I once I overcame that idiotic, idiotic hurdle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only douchebags. How dare I be so stupid? How dare I make fun of VFX? Um, once I got over that, and I think once I understood the story and how it was just a way of giving backstory to characters and things like that, I really learned to really like the episode. Um, and and so on second viewing, whilst it's not maybe the most exciting one, because it's not feel like not a lot happens, but it gives you a lot of information. Um, so, yeah. Whereas like you know the first two all have like well at least the second one has like a big proper plot that's playing out. So you get a big you know you get a nice one. You get a big introduction. You get like characters coming in, and then you get like a conclusion at the end with the Sontaran ships blowing up. Mm. Um, whereas this one was just like kind of a lot of crazy shit going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to review in a way. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely get what you mean. It was definitely the, the slower 
most slow-paced episode we've gotten so far, but oh. not that that's a bad thing. No. Um, what was I going to fucking say? I've forgotten that shit. <laughs> the fuck was I going to say? I forgot. I have something. Go on. I'll when, remember. Uh, so when Ruth Doctor... Um, slash, we're seeing Jodie at the time mm-hmm. when she brings out the Maury back in in the past. Yes, to, they bring the Maury out of the passenger. Yeah. Uh, what's cool? That's a cool name, by the way, because all the prisoners are like passengers inside of the passenger. That's cool. Oh, um, thank you, Chivers. Wow. Woo! Go Chivers. The, the passenger. Sorry. Fuck. No. So the doctor's given this whole speech. It's just like you know, we've got you now. We've got you now. You know what music's playing in the background? You know what score it is? It's the lighthouse, the lighthouse theme. Ah, so oh, from like, season twelve. Yeah, so it's like the Fugitive Doctor's theme, even though it's Jodie delivering it. But because I love it's it. The Fugitive Doctor, the Fugitive Doctor's score is what's playing in the background. That's and I thought very that cool. was really cool. Oh come on, sick! It's a great score as well. I really Give yourself like a pat on the back. Dun 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 dun. dun. You can come off season twelve soundtrack yet? Yeah, it came out like a week after series twelve oh, finished. I don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like Sagan Akinola. Suck I like, my nut. I like Maury Colt. I'm such a snob. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like Sagan. He's alright. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a gun. The, he's a gun. Sagan, the gun. He's a gun. Sagan, the gun. Akinola. What's the thing you've been trying to say for like a minute? No, I couldn't remember what I was going to say before. But the doctor talks to the woman, so the flux is her fault apparently. Who oh. is this woman? So the doctor took... Oh, the woman at the end. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, man. Just the way she was dressed kind of made me be like, is she an older tech tayoon? Um, You know, her mum from... In, in, at the end of series 12, the one that found her at the gate or something. Okay. Um, but I've also like... She's got bottles in her hand. She's like a mad scientist. There's a little creature moving one of the bottles, I know. I don't know if that means Dude, anything. It but... probably doesn't. But... Yeah. The thing, who knows? A few things to maybe think about why it could be Tectayan. Do you remember who Tectayan or, or It rings you... a bell. The person who finds... So she finds him and she experiments on the doctor and does all the regenerations. Yeah. Um, and then she's the first person to then inject regeneration into Tectayan, into herself. Excuse me. Tectayan... Um, uh, she, she's a scientist, right? Because mm-hmm. she is doing all that, you know, she's trying to ma- figure out re- regeneration and why her kid can regenerate. This uh, person at the end of episode three has got all these bottles and stuff in her hands and all. She's like in a laboratory kind of thing. Maybe she is Tectayun. And I reckon the truth that we have in the timeless child isn't all right. That, that's the thing. I think there's elements of it that will remain true. Um, but I think there is going to be stuff maybe around Tectoyun that Tectoyun isn't who we think she is in, in The Timeless Child. Okay. You know, maybe she's the, the big bad. Maybe she's the villain and uh, she's trying to pin it all onto the Doctor or, or something. And um, maybe that has something to do with Swarm and Azur. I don't know. And that's what's fucking great. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, Connor. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to uh, boost that gain up again. I had a little... I had a little theory that um, that the Doctor in the past, the reason why it says the Flux was her fault was that she wanted to create this energy that goes through all space and time to wipe out all of her previous, uh, all her all of her previous fa- previous phases that she doesn't know about. Yeah, I thought maybe oh. that could be it. She know. created the Flux so we could go through space and time to wipe that all out. Like and the all doc- the- Did you say the Doctor created it? 
Yeah, maybe my little theory was like maybe she did create the flux so that, you know, she could send it through space and time to get rid of all the timeless children stuff and she Mm. can only just be the faces that she remembers. That's a bit dark for the Doctor though, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I don't know. Don't know, but it went wrong and then it... No, it would only wipe out, it would only wipe out all those previous version of herself but then if it wiped out the previous version of herself wouldn't that then wipe out the current version of ourselves because then it does. She, she wouldn't have existed. that's the weird part it's like i don't see himself doing anything like that because it doesn't really mm. make sense to the to the, what's happening currently i guess in the show but you yeah. know what i'm loving though my biggest fear and to be honest even in episodes one and two i was a little worried that this was still going to be a thing was that the timeless child was going to happen right yeah i don't like obviously you know I think it was a given that it was going to be played with this season which which it is yeah um, which is also why I'm surprised you like this episode because I know you're not a big fan of the twist yeah but it well, does exactly. like this episode quite a bit I think it was handled well on the episode and that's the thing like the one thing is like I want to see how it plays out plot wise but the biggest thing I wanted was it's such a unique thing to give the, to give for the Doctor's character arc um, how much she doesn't know about her past how much that's playing with her and then I mean we're getting to it anyways now how much that's affecting the doctor as a sentient being, you know, how much she is like obsessed with finding out that truth. And she's like, you have to send me back. You have to. And yes. then when she, she goes back and then when she comes back um, to the Mori and um, back to the temple of Atropos, she's like yelling at, yeah, she's yeah, like, she no, is, you yes. don't know what it's yeah. like. And yeah. then she's like pissed off for the rest of the scene. And, uh, you know, Yaz questions it further. Like, Yaz calls it twice. I literally yeah. wrote that and she yells it down as well. She's like, you do not know what's going on here. Yeah. And I, I do. love that. Yeah. Because it's not like, um, in Haunting Villa Villa Daridati, really like that episode. And I don't mind the big aggressive speech that she gives at the end. Um, but I, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, it maybe just feels like they're doing a big aggressive speech for the sake of doing it. Okay. Whereas, I think this so fitted her character. Um, and it, I, I just really like the character arc and, and you're yeah, right all that stuff down as well you yeah. were right in episode one about how you feel like her doctor is someone who's just closed off and, I was about know, yeah I was about says, to make more comments about that because I really do feel like and I do also think this has got a massive part to do with Chibnall not knowing what he wants to do with her at mm-hmm. the start but mm-hmm. I, this even gives me that that idea even more that her whole doctor is not knowing who the fuck she is yeah I know right that I really think that's interesting now I after hating it. Like, yeah. I actually really think it's interesting now. And I do, again, think it was children being like, oh, the whole plan was that we didn't really know who she was. Mm. Again, that used to really bother me. But I do think, exactly right. I think the whole thing is like, I I don't know who the hell I am. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because people mm. don't know who the hell they are. Totally. We're ourselves, but we don't really know who yeah. we are. And I think, you know... The Doctor kind of always knew, like, from Gallifrey, you know, the oncoming storm, like, you know, yeah. now it's like that's kind of all taken away. And yeah. I'm liking it more and more, I think. Cool. I'm, I'm hoping maybe Less her arc is, is like she she learns to open up. Yeah. And, and I think that'll be sweet. Go to therapy, you know. Because when, when she says, uh, does everything have to be a conversation, Yaz? I, I thought that was a great so line. Good. Dude, Yaz is copping it so hard. And it's Dude, just sad because yeah. you know how much she loves her. Yeah, I know. And it's like, Yaz, bro, man. I'm not about sexually. It could be sexually. I'm just saying like, she just loves the Doctor as a person. I think- and I'm so upset to see her get completely shut down destroyed. every two seconds. Dude, I think Yaz um, is just a very intimate person. Mm. I, I think she really likes um, relationships. Like, I'm sure she does in a sexual way, but also just like, you know, like Keely on Ted Lasso, 
She's yes. so intimate because she just like loves her friends and yes. you can so tell yeah. through her eye contact yeah. and, and, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and, and Yaz, even there was a subtle thing I noticed when she says goodbye to Vinda, someone she's just met and just had like a bit of an adventure with. When Vinda says, you know, can you take me home now? You can see her face. She's kind of like, oh, you're going to leave. Which doesn't mean I want to fuck you. It just means, <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed spending time with you, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think that's a good thing for Yaz's character. I think, yeah. I think she is. The, the, there is yeah. the, the part in Haunting of Villa Die Daddy when, when she kind of does mention she loves the Doctor. She, or she likes the Doctor. I'm like, maybe, maybe that is a thing, but... I don't know. I prefer I know. It just a friendly, friendly. Yeah. Guy. Who knows at this point? It could go either either way. I, mm, I don't give a fuck. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really suck care. my nut. It doesn't really feel necessary, but they might do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess the final thing is the angels on the TARDIS. Um. Despite it being kind of dumb and not really making sense, I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah it was really I cool to see him in there. I just like, I hated that to be honest. <laughs> I love, how, I love how Dan's like, I think I blinked. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, cuts around the corner like, uh, it's just like, what the fuck is, I, I should hate it. I really should. I hated it, man. But I love I it. It's just, I love it. It's got its hand on like the lever. It's just like, bro, it's like, how is it flying the TARDIS? It's got to move. Know, it's fucking stone. If they stare at it, how's it going to move the TARDIS? And I just felt like it was so rushed as well. That, that sequence. Yeah, Yaz just literally goes like. Ah, it's it like, comes out. Oh fuck! Whoa! Oh yeah. shit! It's on the. Yeah, t- oh, like, no, nobody move! Ah! Don't blink! I just did. The the angels have got the TARDIS. The angels was it? The angels have got the TARDIS. Well, it's uh, the classic line. Um, angels got the phone. The box. angels got the phone box. They they finally do have the the phone box. Nice right. It's funny because like Vinda mentions the TARDIS and stuff, and it's like, can I fly it? Yeah. So. He literally just says, like, can you teach me how to fly it? Like, how do the angels know how to fly it? Yeah. I remember yeah. when River was flying the TARDIS back in the day, and I'm like, that's just so it, weird. Like, how does she it. know how to do it? And now the angels just pop up in the TARDIS, and it's just going to hand on the lever. For the sake of and it's just like, boom. Man. I'm just rattle off a couple of quick other thoughts I have for this episode. Yep. Um, production design this season as a whole, insane. It look, I love the spa- the deep space vibes of it all. I love I it. Holostake's great. Um, there's a new species in here, the Alphorians, who the Grand Snake, the Grand Serpent, yeah, the snakes, is talking yeah. to. Um, I snake. thought their costume and their makeup looked amazing. Same with the Mori. I think the Mori had a really cool aesthetic to them. Um, there's a really line good. that I really didn't like Lots from of gold. Swarm. Lots of gold, man. Yep. Gold stars all around. Um, there's a line I didn't really like from Swarm that said, uh, we brought you here knowing you'd do that. You know, like, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's just like, a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> one ship survived. Yeah, like, yeah, it, that was funny. It was very dumb that oh, intentionally we know you do that. he knew that time itself, the big power of time, was going to send the doctor back to this specific moment. That's so funny. If she did save her friends, she might have not even saved her friends and put herself in that That's predicament. That's so funny. A lot of what ifs there. What is this Marvel? Um, okay, ah. then. Uh, yeah, like I said, I really like the love twist at the end with, with them. Uh, there was a line from Belle that I didn't like where she was like, war is for love. And that's where I was like, man, are you the Rose Tycho of, of Doctor Who? <laughs> that's what I thought. You know, because at the end of Last Jedi, she's like, it's saving those who we love. You know, it's like, we are not, we don't kill what oh, we hate. Lord. We save those we love. I was like, ooh, now nah, let him off. Belle's great. Although the orange font at the start was a bit shit. Um, oh, why is it those fonts are awful? Don't question it. I no. feel like they're just sticking Chibnall to it now because like, they're like, yeah. <laughs> goes on word art. Do it in this font. It's <laughs> funny because they just stick with it, which I guess is kind of like, at least they're 
keeping with it. Yeah. But it's always that disgusting font. There was a real nice, pretty kind of like half crossfade at the end between that, Tinder and Bell. I knew you'd I love that. That, that was really so good. It. It's beautiful. Man. I knew you'd love that. It reminded me of the uh, shot in um in a girl who waited with the TARDIS. Yeah, which yeah. it's just so weird because it's it an effect that I think is um rarely used well. Yeah. But it. That was beautiful. Been. The way it kind of curved onto the ship as well. Yeah. It wasn't just like a straight line. It, it was, was real like nice, man. The shot curved in. It looked I, stunning. And, and and then the whole sequence of her with the hologram of Vinda, I think, looked really nice. Um, Very Star Wars-y. And then even the Once again. the big bridge in the background, that all looked really great. I thought that the CG for that. Yeah. And then my last point, um, before we get to the next time trailer, my last point is you know, a bit of a theory going forward. We, we've talked a bit about what's uh you know what what could be ahead in this sweeping angel story well actually what no if this happens this isn't about i'm literally rambling right now because i don't know what else my point was no this is about episode five and six what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. okay um not four not four fuck four we'll come to four in a bit okay. don't worry okay this is like a large-scale theory for the show okay. right um discussed it with you and dan and yep. a few other people could bell and vinda be the doctor's parents <gasps> I saw this on Twitter, and my first reaction was, oh, I no thought you could that up way. yourself. No. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I actually did write when I messaged you. Um, I was like, I've thought of this great this theory. But... I was like, damn, man, that's no. pretty far-fetched. I first saw it on Twitter, and I was like, that's the dumbest fan fiction shit I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Convince me. Okay. Well, um, they... I don't have much to convince you to convince <laughs> <laughs> This um, grand plan. The, the fact she's pregnant? Oh, Wow. Wow. But also, like, I just think how... I'll, I'll be a bit pissed off if this series ends and they reverse the Uno card and they bring the whole universe back to life. And I don't yeah. know if at some point the world's going to get so fucked and then what they do is they send their newborn child through a wormhole to another universe and that universe is the universe that we actually know and we usually spend our time in in Doctor Who. Okay. So the Flux universe that's being destroyed isn't actually the universe that we experience most of the time in Doctor Who. Okay. Um, but the Flux universe is the universe that the Doctor's from. It's oh, being destroyed okay. and then they send the kid a through parallel a wormhole. World or... Yeah, yeah, sure. Like a multiverse. Okay. Um, and then they send this young Doctor... That the newborn child through the wormhole into a safer universe. She becomes the first Time Lord. But then Tectium finds him, becomes an evil scientist. She creates the flux. I see. And and it's like a... Like a bit of a loop. Almost. Yeah, it's a bit of a loop there. Like the I don't know, this is, first chicken or the egg type Yeah, situation. totally. This is a bit of me talking out my ass. And to be honest, I made up half of that in the moment just then. Isn't that um, like Superman though? They send him from Krypton to Earth? Yeah. In like a little capsule? What can I say? Very superman Mm-hmm. Okay, um, what do you think of that theory? Yeah, yeah. I've, I heard Dylan uh, talking about the whole multiverse thing. Maybe that's a thing that might happen. Mm. It seems like the thing that everyone's doing these days. Sorry, yeah. I haven't been close enough to the mic. Yeah, it seems Go like a down. thing that people are doing these days everywhere. So, mm. uh, Would it surprise me if they did that? No. No. Not really. I just think that would be cool. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> We got a tragedy on the set Sorry. of the Fifty Percent Doctor Who podcast. Connor's mic has fallen over. I'm fixing it right as we speak. Cool, still working, still going good. All right, um, let's have a talk about next time then, Chapter Four. Correct. I've got this is like the last episode we kind of know stuff of, right? 
Um, yeah, because there's not a lot of trailer footage left. No, from the ju- main just trailer. this one, which had a good trailer at the end. It looks intriguing. It looks like a bit of a yeah, not a standalone, such a longer but... trailer from yeah. what we're no- normally. The War of the Sontaran one was like fucking ten seconds. Yeah, that. I, I think they put the full trailer at the end of it instead of the the teaser like they have been doing. Because um, now BBC America they post they the full do trailers. the full trailer. Yeah, yeah that's so. Uh, the next one trailers until this one, I feel like have lacked for years. Even in Capaldi Zero, they yeah. fucking sucked. Yeah. I remember them being so good in like Chibnall Zero. In Chibnall Zero. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting so confused with the idea of this season being so much like Russell's. Remember, anyway. remember the end of series, the, the first episode of series eleven, and the next time trailer was just. Here's our cast members in series oh, 11. Oh, yeah, I do remember uh, that. And you don't know who any of them are except, like, Alan Cumming, Cunning, Cumming? Yes, Cummings, I remember that. And a couple of other faces. And so many of them were just actors that you've heard very little of before. That's so funny. That I do sick. remember that. Um, the guys' right. moment. Yeah, I've got... Uh, um, I've I got... apologize, uh, video listeners. Connor's just shrouded in darkness now, but... Um, oh, that's all right. Not a lot we can do. I shouldn't have worn a black shirt. That's a dumb idea. Yeah, it just faded away. Um, so, we've got Claire from episode one. Shows up. Baby, which I like. Yeah. cool. Um, I have a theory. Gone. Okay. I'll just, I feel like I just spoke for 10 minutes. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, my theory for this episode, and this is once again based off of two lines of dialogue, right? One of the lines is from the first episode where she says, I've got to go home the long, the way, long way around. And the way she says that on rewatch, I could tell it's like that the doctor clever. had said, <laughs> it's like the doctor had said to her on Halloween in 2021, when you go home from wherever you were, go home the long way. And that's why she bumps into the TARDIS, right? That's what I reckon is going to happen. That's a small part of the theory. Yeah. Other part of the theory um, is the line of dialogue in the trailer. They say a 10-year-old girl has just gone missing. Yeah. What if 10-year-old, girl, 10-year-old Claire gets sent gets sent, and she lives up to the... But what if she gets, she gets sent forward in time and that's forward, the Forward and then she grows up to be... Claire on that street. And then she comes... No, this doesn't make sense. Actually. Then she gets taken. Uh, it could be her be taken, but she's older now. And then that's the, the resolution is she gets brought back. Yeah, that's how she knew. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense because in the end, she's standing forward in time. Hire us. But maybe that is like the twist of the story because I feel like they need... They can't just do the same shit different day with the... Angels. Well, she knows because she says, um, everyone disappears today, the 20th of November, 1967. Again, I don't know if that's enough and the tribunal's done where like, maybe a village people did disappear. Maybe not. Mm, probably not. Probably not. But... um. It's happening again, they say. So something's happening again. Angel on the TV. Oh my god, yeah, it's like, I'm not blinking. So they might just be used to the angels. It mm. looks fucking scary, which is awesome. It does. I like that it's all dark. It's all moody. All the shots I wanted to so be nice. like that, man. I was really worried it wouldn't be like yeah. spooky vibe. Uh, middle 8th was back. It was, because the trailer it was for back. that fucking long. It was back. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. It was back. Madness. Isn't that awesome? Madness. Um, looks fantastic. I can't wait. And wait, what's the name's kind of back? I don't think Middle-Aged so. was back. They did yeah. something different. Was it back? Because Middle-Aged is... Was that it? Yeah, I'll in the next one. I'll have to it for a third time. Just for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Who's back next week? What's her name again? Uh, Jamie Magnus Stone. Yes, yeah, this is the only... Oh, no, I meant the writer, sorry. Oh, Maxine Alderson. Yes, only episodes co-written. So yes, I reckon that will help so much with it being even more fucking epic. Yeah, it's yeah. And I hope it's an hour again, like uh, War of Sontarans. Yeah, I think when you do those ep- these ones that are kind of episodic, but still have a bit of the main pot just running in the background, I yeah. think um, that's when it's maybe good to go to 60 because you need that extra time to handle both. I wonder if we'll get any like uh, 
appearances from the swarm or anything. I don't know if we will a swarm because everything we've seen it does look quite contained. But that that's you know that that's they choose what to show. They might exactly. Want to think that. But one thing that is to note is in the series thirteen in the flux trailer. Yeah. Uh, when we see Craig Parkinson's character, the Grand Serpent. Yeah. We we do see him approaching a big mansion in the middle of the woods, which okay does look maybe similar of an aesthetic to a day. It's in daytime though. Um, that but it does look a similar like aesthetic of a house to what we'd see in in the upcoming episode Village of the Angels. So maybe yeah. he is does have something to do with the story, or maybe that's from a different episode. But that's just a bit of food for thought. Yeah, I mean, I guess like we also went into like Wallace and Tyrants, not known how much it would connect with the actual Flux storyline. It connected exactly, quite yeah. a bit, so Heaps, man. it could connect. Um, I won't be that mad if it's not that connected. No, I don't either. Nice I, little breather, maybe. It's just a nice thing that was set up in the first episode. That just, I, I think it's going to be like the angels are taking advantage of like the time distortion, and yeah. that's like I, I just like the the idea of all these big old the doctor's face. biggest foes who are the biggest foes because they are the strongest or the ones with the most creative. Um, or the most like intelligent mechanisms that keep them alive, like the weeping angels turning mm-hmm. to stone and stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that they're the ones that are going to be like conquering and taking advantage of the flux. Totally. So I think if the weeping angels have a similar approach, um, and they're just feeding off of all this crazy, I'm excited. Time energy, it really, cool. it really does look spooky, and I want it to be exactly spooky that. Season. Like, uh, I can't even say her name. The Val Val Dala, the Val Dala episode uh, eight of season twelve. Haunting of, Haunting of Villa Diodati. Yeah, I think I think that's how you say it. That had a big spooky vibe. I remember when the uh, the the Cyberman rocked up. That was mm. spooky. Yeah, it's in, like the rain and stuff, and it was like yeah. walking through the mansion and stuff. Yeah. And we got some big surprises like that. Yeah, gonna be really cool. Really excited. Um, last couple of things mm-hmm. on this episode. Uh, I thought Sigun's score was was pretty good this week. It was a lot of reused score because you had the Cyberman theme back. The down down do down 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 bit of a lighthouse thing, and then the the whole Daleks, um, dun 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 dun, uh, and yeah, had lighthouse theme, which I won't do again. That's all right. Fun. Uh, we had 13s theme for the first time in a while. I heard that. Um, I and um, we also I've realised there's a bit of a theme for Vinda as well, um. And then we have dance theme, which I love as well. Dance theme. Dun 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 dun. Dun dun dun. dun. That's Mario. <laughs> we got. <laughs> you got a bit. Of, give a bit of credit to Dog Who Poop. Oh, they're so good, dude. On Twitter, you got to even follow... John Bishop. Dude, John like, Bishop retweeted it. Yeah. They're po- they're just like somehow magically take bits out of episodes. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, they like take Dan so out of episodes. Like they cut the background out. Um. I know you can do it, but I th- it takes time. And yeah. they're doing it so fast. They must have some... T- I don't know. They're just great at doing what they do. I don't know how they do it. And they're so great. funny. Yeah, they're so funny. They're, they're so, so funny. Just look at... I yeah. won't spoil any of them. Just go watch uh, John Bishop... Not John Bishop. Go watch <laughs> Dr. Who Poop on Twitter. John Bishop loves yeah, it. Yeah, Twitter and YouTube as well. They're uploading on YouTube yeah. as well. So you can support them there. What's, they what's really the point of being alive? I love this. <laughs> what's the point of being alive? <laughs> I like this one where he's like taking no prisoners tonight or oh, 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 something that's a new one so fun I know, every week you get like true all these new videos man. yeah they're so good they're funny ass I'm so glad John Bishop saw them because everyone was like everyone was tagging him in them yeah and being like you gotta see this and I love that he was like these are great so fucking funny man um, last thing of the episode go on shoe <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so funny. Um, <laughs> Tunnel Guy was back as well. He yeah, I cameo. wrote that down. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is happening with that guy? Dude, I, I love that. You have no idea. And then just in episode six, it'll, it, it'll all make sense. It'll all make it's sense. Just, yeah. It's like Bad Wolf. You just heard Bad Wolf once, yeah. once every episode or so. So excited to see how they all wrap it up. And I have a really good feeling it's going to work crazy. well. All right. So I move on to um, our only segment at the moment, really. Oh, I've got one um, goof of the week, actually. Oh, yeah? Just the one. Go on. Sorry, I'm not um, trying to give you more work to do. But, sorry, no, that's fine. I'll, um, I'll just stay up late and editing Goof of the Week. Bit of a delayed Goof of the Week. That works. That's fine. That's fine. Um, when Yaz is in the car of her, uh, with her police officer, she's like looking around and she's like, yeah, Yo, you got some salad dressing on your lip. There was, no there was no salad dressing. There was no salad dressing. It was in it on briefly that. on one shot, but then when she turns to look at the angel and like the rear view mirror, yeah. comes back, it's not there. No. So, I agree. What a, what a goof. What a fucking goof, man. All right. All right. So let's do Australia's uh, second favorite segment then. Uh, just Twitter tings. Hey. So this is this, folks, is the segment where I ask you guys what you think of the episodes on Twitter. Connor asks you on Instagram. And then you Instagram. also have the chance to send through audio reviews over on the Anchor app. More people should get around that. Um, over on Twitter, we have Mike Honor, who um, yeah, he's, he's been a recent, uh, I guess, joiner to our little thank you, Michael, group on on Twitter. Might be just Mike. It's just Mike on. It might be Michael. Thank you, Michael. Uh, thanks, Mike. Um, but no, I, I've spoken to him a couple of times. Seems like a lovely guy. So awesome. good stuff. Um, Mike says, Jody is just incredible. Honestly, she's really getting her teeth into the series. Totally agree. I am divided on how sharp it seems between Yaz and the Doctor. Lots of shouting at Yaz. That doesn't always seem necessary. Probably right. But I am kind of... I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Bit of fun. Yeah. It seems to have divided... It seems to have a divided opinion. I really enjoyed it. I didn't find yeah. it confusing. It was heavy on exposition and raised lots of questions. And the sort of episode could only exist in a serialized format. Thumbs up from me. Still excited every week. Glad to hear it. I do wish that Dan and the Doctor had some more scenes where they can bond. I do agree with that as well, big mm. time. Mm. I don't feel they have a connection. I like him and the characters and story around him. And he's connected with Yaz. But I feel a missed opportunity that he hasn't had the same with the Doctor. No, I totally agree. Um, hopefully we do get that next yeah. week. Because it's... So yeah, the first adventure by the looks of it where the three of them might be yeah. together I was a bit worried about that especially with the fact that we know he's not going to be in that many episodes either yeah no I agree so that is a bit of a thing that I thought about as well it's almost like so. one of those things where maybe like an eight episode series I know this is wrong but like maybe one of the perks of having a slightly longer series yeah, where maybe they could have had time. a big blockbuster opener that was yeah. the first episode and then two or three just a bit so, more yeah. solo-y adventures with yeah. just the Doctor and companions to have them bond yeah. before we get into the meat of it. But no, I am loving this format. Oh, well. Oh, well. Dylan, as always, has something to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <was> so dicky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dylan, I love your reviews, man. Keep so them coming. Mean. I just... I know, I just fancied a little jab. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Dylan wasn't a huge fan. He says, I definitely need to give it a rewatch and I think the episode will work a lot better once the entirety of Flux is out. But my current feelings towards the episode is that I didn't really like it. Fair enough. I think you can really see Chibnall's writing flaws. (gasps) I absolutely hated his constant need for people to say what's going on, especially when it came to the Doctor. That is so annoying. It all felt a bit messy to me. I reckon I'll get to love it once the whole series is out. But on a first watch, this episode really didn't work for me. I like Belle, though. She's cool. Sorry for the mix match of a review. I just really don't know what to think. 
I know I just said I didn't like it, but I don't actually know how to feel. Conceptually, this episode is so cool. There's definitely a great episode in there somewhere. Question mark out of 10 for me. One last thing. I absolutely adored the reference to the eyes of Noel. What's that? It's a, uh, it's a classic Who story. Comment. Oh, I. Of course, I wouldn't know. Sure is. Classic. Everyone's favourite classic Who story. Oh, I. The eyes of Noel. It's like uh, the one time they did a Christmas special in Classic Who, Connor. What? That's right. So what was it referring to in the episode? Oh, it's just a reference. Oh, they just say the eyes it's of just Noel. A, it's just a reference. <laughs> yep. That's what they say. That's exactly what they said. When? Uh, Dan said, look, it's the eyes of Noel. He didn't say that. What the fuck are you talking about? What's, <laughs> this, what's this joke? I'm so confused. <laughs> right, is this like a... This has gone so bad. Um, I was talking with Dylan. I hate that fact that I'm telling you this now, but it just makes no sense. Um, I was talking with Dylan a couple of days ago, um, and we're talking about Classic Who, um, and Dylan was saying how he surprised you on Into It, and I was like, I feel like they are two very different shows. One day. And then he said, we should start a joke I know, where, we yeah. reference, uh, <laughs> where we reference a Classic Who story that isn't real, and we just have it as like a long through line, which so, would have been funny if we had this going and then the so end did of you, did you did you accidentally... I'm not going to touch this and keep falling. Did you accidentally just spoil it there by saying it wasn't real? Yes, I did. So you're going to try and keep that going, going for as long series. as you could. That's funny. But I just... But also, I didn't want... I don't know. I feel like everyone listening is going to be like, what the fuck are they talking... The eyes of Noel? I can take what a good practical about? joke. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Fucking hilarious. That thanks, is funny. Dylan, for your review. Thanks, Mike, as well. Don't know if I said thanks. Thank you, Michael. All right. Now it's time for the funniest podcast on the planet. Uh, the Now That's What I Call Comedy Podcast has sent in their review. If I'm being honest, I think I enjoyed the next time trailer more than the actual episode. <gasps> yeah, this episode, it was just, it kind of felt like filler. <gasps> but with like important things sprinkled in there. <gasps> I enjoyed uh, the Roof Doctor sort of past mm. the vision stuff. <laughs> Your that seems interesting, but everything else just kind of felt a bit of a letdown. <gasps> the Weeping Angel stuff, however, that was... That was fantastic. I Bullshit. really enjoyed that. Wow. And I cannot wait for next week's episode. Fuck the angels. The bit where Jody was a police officer. Funny. That was incredible. Yeah, the good. video game bit. I really enjoyed that. And the uh, angel Bullshit. being in the phone. Gamer girl. Yeah. I think next week's episode is going to be great. But this week's episode didn't really do it for me. Um, the serpent guy. The person who plays him. He really should just be the master. Like yeah. why is he not the master? He would be such a perfect mm. pick. But yeah. Uh, six out of ten. That's pretty there good we still. Go. Yes, it's our 10 Matt, I'm so shocked at how many people didn't like it. You know what? You know what you say about those people, Connor? What? They're wrong? You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> right. Kidding. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. This is a free fucking country. Connor, tell me your, your shit. Alright. Did you like once upon a time? 80% said yes. 20% said no. So that's pretty good. That's good. That's a good result. That's pretty good. Mm. Um, I've got a few little thoughts here. Aiden says the angels had the phone box. Uh, right. Shane said, was good. They could have plugged the Weeping Angels game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have. Eh? I hope Bell's it. baby isn't the timeless child. Okay, there you go. They should have. Ah, there you go. Who knows? Doesn't you know what they should have done? Thank you, Shane. They should have. Thanks, Shane. Um, they should have had Yaz on her phone. And then she goes, ah! And then the doctor goes, what is it, Yaz? And she goes, oh, hey. I'm just playing the Deadly Assassins. Zoom in on the face. You can now download this. You can download this now! And then Weeping Angel comes out and Boom. it's all scary. Like a jump scare from the game. Did you like that bit? 
Yeah, it was good. That was good. That was good. Did I do a good Yaz impression? Yeah, well, it was spot on. I was just like, bro, is Man of Gilder in there? Eh, fam. Eh, fam. I've got... We've got two more. Yep. Um, Hit me. My girlfriend hasn't watched it yet. Left a review. Oh, that's... Yeah, I actually helpful. want to watch it with her. Though. I think the flux. I might wait till it's all come out because what we do watch episodes here say? and there. Yeah. But I think what's the flux say? What did the the flux say? Ding 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 ding. Smash it! You. My favorite part was when they went to that place with those people. Eleven out of ten. Thanks, Kim. That's the best review we've gotten all, all, all episode. That's good, isn't it? To, for, to clarify, she was literally sleeping when I watched it this morning. She hasn't seen anything of it. Nice one, Kim. Um, uh, Vinny said, "I haven't seen it yet because I was working all night." Ah! Jeez, Vinny, come on. Come on, Vinny. No Cancel excuses. your shifts. No Who needs money? When yeah, exactly. You have Who? Who needs money? So I Doctor Who podcast and I'll pay all your bills. That's Will. Um, um, someone. <laughs> Dylan said this one thing. It's not a review, but it's a really good thing to talk about yep. just briefly. Um, I was going to bring this up earlier, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really reviewed the episode, but I wanted to get your guys' opinions on the not sure if this episode was good for the casual viewer argument. In my yeah. opinion, it's incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, after through this season 13 of the show, of course, it's going to be elements of the casual viewer would understand. Totally. I don't get that argument. No. I think, um, for me, when you want to appeal to a casual viewer is like the first episode of a new Doctor. Yeah. And and you kind of want them first few episodes um, and to an extent their first series to be a bit more like casual viewer friendly. Yeah. Um, and then you, you sort of build them up and you give them more information about the previous lore and stuff throughout. Yeah. I think that's a good approach to do. And this is Jodie's last season. Why would they? Um, yeah, exactly. And I think the first episode was pretty good for a casual viewer anyways. Yeah, so I don't yeah, know why totally. the fucking third episode of the series know. needs people, to be for a casual Again, film. I really do think people are just trying to find stuff to complain about. It's just like, it's been like if I like walk upstairs, my parents are watching a TV show and mm. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on in this scene. I don't ever go, that's the writer's fault. Yeah. How yeah. dare he? Just because it's not fucking <laughs> Emmerdale. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, literally just hop on whatever you want. You don't have yeah, every line so saying... I just yeah. cheated on your dad. I did it, you slag. You, I've you fucked slag, your mum on a boat. Slag. You. Crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it does upset me a bit that people didn't really like it that much because I feel like we were all a massive community of just... Just love. love for just, two weeks. <laughs> we're, we're like Belle. We just... It's, it's all, all about, about love. love. That's my mission statement. It's all about love. Love. Kuna. Yes, mate. What would you like to review? What would be your score for Once Upon Time? I'm going to give it... A four. Plus four. Oh my god. Eight space. Really an eight? Yeah, I loved it. So but I you, lo- you gave it. the Halloween Apocalypse a seven point five. I know. I and agree. You, so you agree this is better than Halloween Apocalypse? I do just because I think it's a lot it's just a lot better written than it is. Yeah, all right, I'll allow it. But I didn't enjoy it as much as last week, I believe I gave it an eight point five. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, totally still stand by my ratings. I think it's so much better written than the Halloween Apocalypse. Halloween Apocalypse was fun, more mm-hmm. fun. But I can't deny it. I can't let that slide. So like, I know I said, like, you know, I definitely think this one's better. So yep. I think having Apocalypse is better. But I think we're talking, like, rating-wise. So like, if we're talking about Ryan and directing, which is kind of what I try and do yep. with my scores and stuff, I definitely think this deserves a higher score. I'm going to give this the most specific rating I've ever given an episode. Yeah. 6.9. <laughs> a 69. A 69. That's wow. right. Because I like that Dr. Yaz action. Give me more. Remember when Xavier gave uh, Goomango's War Pie? Oh, yeah. Fucking Dave. <laughs> um, 
Zave <laughs> actually. We were going to say something like that. What did Zave say for his review of the episode? Oh, you were so harsh. I know. <laughs> I cry the fuck up, mate. It's so hard. It's so mean. <laughs> what did she say? You were like, you're like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> I mean, you were joking, but yeah. Uh, I, I said, like, I said, stop having a sook, mate. I think it was meaner than that. No, it was stop having a sook, mate. What is it? You said, <laughs> yeah, because they were always like fucking. Yeah, you did. All right, I'll take my, I'll take my statement back. What, what did Zave say? You said, all right, he said, Zave like types too fast. He said, uh, where are we? He said, hmm, status report. It's all spectacle with no substance. Yeah, that's how he said he... And you said, stop being a soup, mate. <laughs> and I just laughed around and it was like, lol, that's funny. Uh, 6.9. Because I think it was good. I think it was experimental. Uh, such an interesting way of doing Doctor Who. Oh, 100%. Um, I don't know if it has a lot of rewatch value because it is very much just a part of Flux, whereas War of the Sontarans, I think, is... You can go back to it all the time and, you know, Doctor Who, we like to rewatch. You know, I love just throwing on a random episode. I just threw on Pfizer Pompeii last night for no fucking reason. I did see that. Um, this episode, I don't think I'll ever just be like, I'm going to just watch this episode, you know? Um, but I'll enjoy it as part of Flux, and I think it's a good part of Flux. So for that reason, the Flux is 6.9. What did the Flux say? Um, yeah, cool. Next week is Village of the Angels. Excited, and then it's the survivors of the flux, and then we don't know what number six is. Apparently, chapter six got leaked. Oh yeah! Apparently, the title got leaked, and then people were like, "That's a spoiler title," and then it wasn't a spoiler. I don't know. We'll find out. It'll get released like this week. Yeah, it'll get released this week. We assumed. What what if it's called the Doctor's Parents? Wow, that's right. What if it's called Bell and Vinda have a child, and it's called the Doctor? Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it is a bit spoilery. Who knows? Who the fuck knows, man? Because I don't, and that's for sure. The titles have been so good this season as well. The titles is fuck, mate. I really, really like the titles. Sorry, I said. Oh, the titles. Yeah, the titles. Oh, the episodes. Awesome. Yeah, dude. I've really loved all of them. So hopefully they can. Dopest. There's only one more to announce. Yeah. So hopefully that's a really good banging title as well. I liked how. when Vinda went in the TARDIS, it was still like on the side when he I walked know, in. He's still like, whoa! What the fuck? Um, oh, here's something I thought as well. You won't know this, but there was all this behind the scenes footage of when they were filming Liverpool. Um, and it looked like Dan was drawing the TARDIS. I did write that. Which, I was like behind the scenes with yeah, the, the Dan BTS. Yeah, John Bishop BTS, because that was the scene we saw him doing. Well, no, because the scene that we've seen him doing was him joining the TARDIS. Well, well, it looked like so oh, it was the doctor. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But things. it looked like cause I remember because it was next to the the, the dock. The, yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. Look, yeah, I reckon they did it on Not the same the doctor, night. Not the doctor, the the dock, the, the dock. ocean. Yeah, the yeah. Liverpool dock. Yeah, the Liverpool um, dock. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that scene, I reckon that'll be the last scene of Flux or something because Maybe. I reckon that's the doctor being like, "So, you know what? Want to stay Dan. around with us? Bye, Dan. You can go back to your normal fucking life. I'm gonna go see Die. I'm gonna go see Die. She's not dead. If she died, died. So. Died, died. Yeah. Um, but then the funny thing about that is that. Um, and everyone thought it was a fucking, like, someone had fucked up. But the cardboard of, like, the interior of the TARDIS in the TARDIS was upside down and all that behind footage. Now it makes sense. Of course. Because it's like the door was, like, upside down, maybe, of or course. something. I don't know. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, okay. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at 50 Doctor, uh, And on YouTube if you want to watch the footage with the 50% Doctor Who podcast. Oh, yeah. And follow us on Spotify and Anchor and Stitcher and Google Podcasts Stitcher maybe I don't know is that a thing Stitcher's a podcasting platform I don't is know it? if we're on there I think we are hey thank you everybody hey man and send us through audio reviews oh yeah and thank um, you for 3k uh, plays oh that yeah thanks really awesome. man thank you so cool. much that's 3,000 people that's yeah. quite a lot no and, and these last couple of episodes have gone down really well with you guys um, you know you guys seem to be liking them thank you so um, and thank you to any any new listeners out there we appreciate it you love you and um, 
onwards we go, kind of slowly creeping towards episode 100. Shoot, it's a DM. Yeah, we were talking about last night. It's quite close. It's closer than I like to think. Next year, quite early Um, next year. Festive special this year, Cold War. That's what it's going to have to be. Yeah, that's funny. I saw that. Oh, yeah, I was, hey, it's I was, cold. Christmas, yeah, that's cold. the thing. I was like, we can either make it I'm Rings of Akaton or Cold War, and I was like, we'll make it so it's Cold War because Cold War is a bit that. like a Mark fucking script for Christmas. Why yeah, not? Why we'll not? make it festive. We'll do it in person. We'll yeah. film it. Um, have some like eggnog. I'll bring the eggnog again. I remember that last, last time. Year. And maybe we'll have like a selection of. Cri- we'll just make it festive. All right. All right. I got a couple of ideas of how we can make it a fun festive special for you all. Cool. So uh, stay tuned for that one, guys. It's been Aiden and... Connor. That was so lame. Um, Like Smosh. Shut up. Thanks, guys. It's been Aiden. (laughs) And Connor. And we'll see you next time with the 50% Doctor Who podcast. Connor, let's sing out in song, baby. It's Aiden. Oh, and you count us down. What? Sorry? You usually count us down. Oh, and a one. And a two. And a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. Hey. It was supposed to say we're in person, so I forgot to count down. Yeah, you fucked up, man. Sorry, man. I'm going to go and edit and upload this now. Count down when they go to sing. Disgusting. That's right. That's right. You guys listening and watching, My this was recorded so, about an hour ago. So, so Mike's fucked, fucked, man. All right, let's cut. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night. Suck my nut.